Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. It is Friday, January 14th, 2022. Let's talk about an intriguing fight between unbeaten 2016 Olympic gold medalist, heavyweight, Tony Yoka, and the bronze winner, Philip Ergovic. But first remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now let me just make a few points here. First, follow the superstar trainers. Okay, there are fewer superstar trainers. Then there are superstar fighters in the sport. Right? When you figure out who's training who, when you see a fighter who you really don't know a lot about, and then suddenly in his corner, here's Ray Arcel, here's Angelo Dundee, right? We're going way back, but here is Virgil Hunter, here is Pedro Diaz, then even if you don't know a lot about the fighter, you understand the fighter has <laughs> the fighter has a world class trader. And the fighter must have something going on, right? Well, let me just make a few points. Virgil Hunter's heavyweight is Tony Yoka. Now, before I say another word about the heavyweight division, what I want is for people to go back to the Gervonta Davis versus Virgil Hunter's. Mario Barrios fight, right? Just understand, Floyd Mayweather was in the crowd. Floyd Mayweather is part of Team Gravante Davis. Floyd Mayweather was so concerned, right? In a fight where his fighter's favorite, he was so concerned about the pacing of the fight that he had to personally tell his fighter, player, what are you doing? Dude, you can't sleepwalk through these last few rounds. You got to get something going here because this other guy is very much in this fight. Right? By the way, I, I noticed we haven't heard that a Gervonta Davis, Mario Barrios rematch has been set. Right? I'm guessing that's because Davis himself understands that that fight was tougher than he thought it was going to be. Well, of course, with superstar trainers, they have fighters in different weight classes. So here's Virgil Hunter across the Atlantic, helping train Francis Tony Yoka. Now, we're going to be critical here. This is not a fan club site. In this fight, I'm picking... The guy Yoka has beaten multiple times as an amateur. Pedro Diaz is Ergovic, right? Yes, Pedro Diaz is Guillermo Rigondio's trainer. Yes, he has trained Miguel Cotto. <laughs> yes, he is a legendary trainer in the amateur ranks. Trained many Cuban fighters. Right? What I want people to understand 
is that Ergovic has a world-class trainer himself, right? I think casual bettors look at the fighters. I believe more sophisticated bettors look at the entire ecosystem. I like Ergovic. We'll talk about why. But first, what I want people to do <clears throat> is to go to my favorites folder here on YouTube, I want to introduce, and he's a very important fighter because of styles, I want to introduce another heavyweight, Peter Milas. Now, Tony Yoka fought and beat Peter Milas, right? But what I want is for people to look at the tape, because Milas is kind of like Maris Breedis. He's a little bit small for heavyweight. He can drop his hands. He can move. You get the feeling that the fight slows down for him. In other words, spectacular reflexes, spectacular coordination. He can go outside of form. In other words, he's not following the rules. He's moving around. His hands are down. He's in against a bigger man. His timing on counters is excellent. He's faster than Tony Yoka. And understand, Yoka in the amateurs was known for hand speed. Yoka has faster hands than Ergovic. Well, Milas has faster hands than Tony Yoka. You notice the lateral movement Milas is throwing at Yoka completely baffles Yoka, who has to reset repeatedly. When you see something like that, at least I have to think to myself, Tyson Fury, when he's moving, right? Tyson Fury of the first Wilder fight, not the second and third uh, Wilder fight. When Tyson Fury is moving, like he did to win the title years ago against Vladimir Klitschko, he's very hard to keep track of. And understand, Fury, unlike Milis, is very big for the heavyweight division. He's taller than everyone he fights against, right? He has an excellent jab. He knows how to stay outside. If I'm Virgil Hunter, and if I'm Tony Yoka, I understand privately, whatever said publicly, okay, you're, you're selling tickets. But privately, I understand I cannot fight a guy who can move on his back foot, stick and move, change direction, who has lateral movement, like a Tyson Fury. Tony Yoka, at this stage of his career, is not ready for that. Let me also point out that Milas is very much in his fight against Yoka. An argument can be made that Milas is beating Yoka. Yoka then wisely realizes, I'm having a hard time hitting this guy in the head. Let me go to the body. Milas gets dropped off body shots. Right? I congratulate Yoka on that. But the point I'm making is, you can have all the amateur medals in the world. Yoka certainly is one of the more decorated amateurs. Right? Again, Olympic gold medalists. The pros is a different world entirely. In my opinion, Yoka can't handle a lot of lateral movement, right? There are a few heavyweights who could pull it off. Tyson Fury, Joseph Parker, 
right? Think about the better athletes, Otto Wallen. Think about the better athletes in the heavyweight division. Let me also say this too. I believe it's a mistake to look at a guy who has wins over another guy in the amateurs, right? Understand, folks, they're not going 12 rounds in the amateurs. Stamina doesn't play as much of a role in the amateurs as it does in the pros. Also, in the amateurs, they're fixated on the idea of landing clean punches, right? In the pros, it's about the power behind the punches, right? So Tony Yoka may have been the man when he fought Ergovic years ago. I don't believe he's going to be the man here. Ergovic right now is a monster, Right now, let me just say this. There's certain things that we as fans can't quite figure out, right? You're watching a baseball game and some guy is throwing, you know, 90 miles an hour, which is pedestrian for baseball these days, right? Everyone and their brother is throwing more than 95 miles an hour. But some guy's throwing 90 miles an hour and batters are confused, they just can't catch up with the pitch. Now, at home, we can't quite figure it out because we're watching TV. We're not in the batter's box. We can't see how deceptive the guy's release point is. Well, let me tell you, one of the heavyweight division's best punches is Ergovic's looping right hand. Right, folks, I, you know, all I know, looking at Phil, is that this guy is able to land that right hand to the side of an opponent's head with stunning regularity. Right? I'm not sure what's confusing the opponent. I'm not sure. I just know that Urkovic, when he comes in, people can't read him. And understand, a lot goes into it. Body language, right? Leverage. How's the guy throwing the punch? What's the tip-off? You get the feeling Ergovic comes in and there's something with his body mechanics. I'm not going to dispute the tape. There's something with his body mechanics that leaves opponents unprepared for his looping right hand. Now, I've studied Ergovic amateur fights, and it's interesting because he's not a judge's favorite. In my folder, in my favorites folder here on YouTube, there's a fascinating fight. It's Joe Joyce against Ergovic in a quasi-professional fight, right? It's called the World Series of Boxing. Now, Joyce wins that fight. And again, don't confuse that with 12-round pro fights. Joyce is awarded the decision in that fight. It's baffling. As you look at the fight, you're thinking, whoa, what? <laughs> I see Joyce trying hard. And don't get me wrong, I expect Joyce 
the silver medalists in the 2016 Olympics who should have been the gold medalists. It's Yoka, who, in my opinion, was awarded an unfair decision. Right? Joe Joyce, I believe, is going to be a force at heavy. Understand, Joyce has sparred extensively with people like Tyson Fury. Joyce, of course, beat Daniel Dubois. But as you're looking at the fight, Joyce gets hit with so many of Ergovic's right hands that I don't, I don't know what the judges are looking at. Now, Ergovic is awkward. I want to be clear on that. He's awkward. But I'm someone who believes in the wisdom of NBA great Bill Russell, right, who was a southpaw, who was unorthodox, who literally made blocking shots a focal point of NBA basketball, right? Bill Russell had a saying, has a saying, he's still alive. He says, the great ones are always different. Applied to boxing, you show me a guy who's orthodox in every way possible, and I'll show you a standard fighter. It's the guys with wrinkles, the guys who do things a little bit differently, who opponents can't fully prepare for. Now, I believe Ergovic, with Pedro Diaz, and it's a bit stunning because Diaz is a guy who I associate with great defense. Understand, Ergovic is really about offense, right? I believe this combination, Ergovic with Pedro Diaz, and Google him, right? Um, Cuban boxing trainer. I believe they're going to make a lot of noise. He's already in line to fight in the fight that will determine the mandatory challenger for Alexander Usyk. And let's be clear about Usyk here, right? We have to kind of like profile the fighters. Usyk, in interviews, doesn't blink. When asked about his biggest win in boxing, and understand, this is a guy who was undisputed at Cruiser. This is a guy who beats Anthony Joshua. Has a share of the heavyweight title now. Usyk just flatly says that his biggest win to him is his Olympic gold medal. Right? Usyk has a goal. It's to become undisputed at heavyweight. Right? I'm not sure if a guy like this, who's in his 30s, who is a family man, who's already dotted the I's and crossed the T's at the Olympics and in the cruiserweight division, if he does that at heavyweight, if he becomes undisputed at heavyweight, I don't think this guy sticks around. I don't think this guy, he's the opposite of Luis Ortiz, right? Luis Ortiz is still fighting in his 40s because he hasn't gotten that title at heavyweight yet. Well, what do you do if you're Usyk and you've had all the titles at Cruiser and if he realizes his dream and he gets all the titles at heavy, do you continue fighting? I don't believe he does. I don't believe Ergovic 
will ever have to fight Usyk. Right? I don't. So that leaves the rest of the division. And folks, I'll just put it to you this way. Boxing's rock, paper, scissors. Right? Some guys will beat other guys, but lose to other guys. Right? Let's just say, I think Ergovic has a runway here to eventually take over the heavyweight division. Right? Of all the young, and we're using that word loosely, because Ergovic's in his late 20s. Right? This isn't Floyd Patterson, Mike Tyson, Ali, heavyweight champ, early 20s. This isn't that. Right? This is a guy who's been around, who's been on the world stage, who's been in an Olympics, who's an Olympic medalist. I believe he has an opportunity here because he's unorthodox. Because he's a little bit smoother than Tony Yoka. He has an opportunity here to beat Yoka, become the mandatory, then to start fighting. A lot of guys at heavyweight and folks, they're a bunch. Right? Dylan White. Yui Fury, for example, just to name two. I believe this guy could actually get a lot of big paydays as we sit around, waiting to figure out who is going to become undisputed, right? Joshua fights Usyk a second time. That date hasn't been firmed up. Then, of course, the winner of that fight is going to pivot and fight Tyson Fury. Folks, there's going to be another six-month delay. Let's just say certain belts at heavyweight are going to be all tied up. I believe if Usyk wins that tournament, Usyk walks away from the sport. And I'm speculating. Don't think for a second I have inside information. I'm just going off ages. I'm just going off interviews. I believe Tyson Fury, because he had a substance abuse problem, because boxing gives him structure in his life, and also because he's the best heavyweight on the planet, is going to linger for a few years. There's some paydays out there that he wants to collect on, right? They're boxing fans, yahoos like me, who are going to pop out of the weeds and make YouTube video saying, hey, Tyson, when are you going to fight Dylan White? You know, hey, Tyson, when are you going to fight Luis Ortiz? Right? Um, I believe he sticks around. Anthony Joshua is a bit of a mystery to me. Joshua, of course, of all the fighters I've named, is the cash cow of the heavyweight division. I want people to understand the way charisma and box office works. I know Terrence Crawford is suing Bob Arum. Crawford's argument is, hey, I'm the best in the sport. Uh, why haven't I received the big money, right? Or bigger money than I received. Just understand the way charisma works is very different. I believe most boxing fans, if you gave them a piece of paper and said, hey, write down who the best heavyweight is, I believe most of them are going to write down Tyson Fury. Right? But that's not who you want to see fight. There's something about Anthony Joshua that pulls in fans. There's something about Anthony Joshua, and keep in mind, Tyson Fury is free-flowing in interviews. He'll say outrageous things. 
In fact, let me backtrack a little bit here. In the last few days, two of the best heavyweights of the last 50 years. Let's go there. The last 50 years gave controversial interviews. I want to encourage people to Google the recent interview that Larry Holmes gave where he rips practically every modern day heavyweight. And I also want you to Google the recent interview Tyson Fury gave where he's accusing people of PEDs and ripping others and stuff like that. Understand, in the last 50 years, Larry Holmes, I keep telling people, I lived through the era, was a dominant heavyweight champ, right? If you didn't know boxing, you knew Larry Holmes was the heavyweight champ, right? It's like Hagler in the 80s. You knew who the heavyweight champ was, just like you knew Hagler was the middleweight champ, right? Larry Holmes was dominant, right? Tyson Fury has an opportunity here to run the table, Right, he's beaten Deontay Wilder. If he beats the Usyk Joshua winner, wow, how are his critics gonna ignore his accomplishments? Then of course he could pivot. There's so many people to fight. Robert Hellenius is claiming he could beat Tyson Fury. Right, so there's so many heavyweights, so many paydays ahead. Well, in that environment, I'm just telling you, Ergovic has some of the best legs in the heavyweight division. He's not the athlete Yoka is. He's not the athlete Joseph Parker is. He's not the athlete Otto Wallen is. Right? But understand, Ergovic has some of the best legs in the heavyweight division. He can jump in the pocket. He can jump out the pocket. He can fight you from very long range. That right hand is almost impossible to block. And he's tall enough. We're fighting against a Tyson Fury, given his ability to fight from long range. Ergovic would still be able to land shots, right? He wouldn't be at a major height disadvantage where he couldn't reach Tyson Fury's jaw. Well, here, what I think happens, and it's two superstar trainers, right, is I think Yoka starts faster. Yoka, who has the hand speed advantage, who threw combinations on Ergovic when they were amateurs, would try to up the ante early. I believe Ergovic is not the same fighter he was as an amateur. I believe he's just going to back away. He's going to time that looping right hand when it starts landing. I don't consider Yoka to be a puncher. Yoka cannot match the punching power of Ergovic. Ergovic is too awkward. Yoka has a problem with movement. Ergovic these days can move, believe it or not. I believe the movement and the angles of Ergovic's punches are going to throw off Yoka. Yoka accepted this fight because he beat Ergovic multiple times as an amateur, right? At least twice. I believe Yoka is a work in progress. I believe peak Yoka is at least three or four years away. I like Ergovic in this fight. He's a guy you need to circle. He's a guy who's gonna do major things at heavyweight if he just keeps his mind right and he keeps 
you know, a great team around him. If I had to bet on this fight, I'm taking Ergovic over Tony Yoka, right? There's a film, I believe I have it in my favorites folder, of Ergovic teeing off on Deontay Wilder. Understand, Ergovic has sparred with the best. He's been around for years. At this point, you know, I don't want to say he's being avoided because let's face it. If you're Anthony Joshua and you have a chance to unify the title, you're going to take the Usyk fight, not the Ergovic fight, right? If you're Tyson Fury and you come back from drug suspension and you get offered fights against Deontay Wilder, you're going to take those fights, right? So let's just say Ergovic hasn't been well positioned because of the lay of the land. Heavyweight is deep. I will say, though, he's one of the most dangerous men in the division, right? Understand, too, when you hear that Joe Joyce beat him um, in a quasi-professional fight, look at the film of the fight, right? Joyce is hustling. Joyce is energetic. Joyce certainly is not easily uh, dissuaded from coming inside. Okay, fine. But look at the right hands that Ergovic's throwing. Look how flush they're landing. And just ask yourself if that pacing, if it had the final six rounds, whether the outcome would be the same. I like Ergovic over Tony Yoka. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. Understand, too, this is a dangerous fight. I'm not here to say otherwise. Both guys are unbeaten, right? I'm picking the guy who actually lost multiple fights to the other guy, right? I believe Ergovic beats him when they uh, just first started shaving years ago, right? That's how long both guys have been on the world stage, right? Understand, too, Yoka is one of these guys who is very charismatic, right? Great personality. He's like Manny Pacquiao. He can turn to the crowd and go like this in the middle of a fight, and the crowd responds. He's the more judge-friendly fighter, right? Ergovic is the guy who has to earn everything, right? Even though Ergovic actually is a bit of a comedian in interviews, Ergovic isn't Anthony Joshua, in terms of getting the benefit of the doubt from judges, right? I'm just telling you that that sharpened him, right? He comes in, he's not even thinking about a judge's decision. When you deny a guy and the guy understands, okay, look, they're not going to give me the gold medal, right? I have to come out here. I have to run a 9.5, 100 meters, Whereas this guy just has to break 10, right? Some guys wilt under that pressure, not this guy. I like Ergovic over Tony Yoka. That's how I see it. Uh, I'll hedge the play with the over. Let me hear from you. I look forward to your comments. Thanks for stopping by.